0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Your Locked On Senators, your daily podcast on the Ottawa Senators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: I'm Jake Sanderson, and you're listening to Locked On Senators Podcast.
2: I'm Tim Schnitzler, and you're listening to the Lockdown Senators Podcast. Welcome inside episode 646 of the On Senators Podcast. I'm Ross Levitan on the outskirts of enemy territory in Winnipeg, Manitoba, alongside Brandon Piller up in the Blue Mountains. And what better way to start the 2022-23 season than having Sens head coach DJ Smith on the show? And
0: the Ottawa Senators have officially named their 23-man roster, and it includes a freshly inked contract.
2: We'll get into who that is, what it all means, and a big news drop for the brand. This is the Locked On Senators Podcast. It's your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Senators your first listen on this Tuesday, October 11th. We are free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube, where the best way you can help the show grow is to like every video by simply clicking the thumbs up and subscribing to the Locked On Senators channel. If you head over on Twitter at Sen Central or on Instagram, Locked LockedOn.Senators, you'll see our link tree where you have... All the buttons to get to different areas of our brand. There's a new button available. We'll touch on it after our interview with DJ Smith. But Pillsy, the 23-man roster is here. And it includes Derek Brassard, who comes back earning himself a one-year veteran minimum contract of $750,000. Were you surprised at all of the signings? No, I wasn't
0: really surprised. I think Derek Broussard, he he proved that he belonged here. This is not a courtesy contract to just be like, hey, we're trying to bring some alumni back. We'll give you a little bit of a shine here and we'll make the fans happy. This was someone that they really see having a positive impact on this roster. And I think the big thing for Derek Broussard, and Ross, is his versatility. DJ Smith mentioned it. They were very, very clear with Broussard. Hey, you're not just going to have a warm, cushy spot in the lineup. There may be a lot of nights where you're not going to play. There may be nights where you're going to be in the middle six as a winger. There may be nights where you're going to be a fourth line center playing power play. Who knows? I mean, Derek Broussard was practicing on defense for crying out loud. Like They're (laughs) just telling him we're going to use you wherever we need you. And he's at a point now where he's accepted that he wants to be in Ottawa. He wants to be around these guys. He's a veteran that I think can provide a lot of experience and wisdom, much like Claude Giroux. So, Having Derek Broussard on a one-year, $750,000 contract is a great move for the Ottawa Senators, in my opinion.
2: He brought it up himself. He wants to play that same role that Jason Spezza did in Toronto the last number of years, where he'd either be a healthy scratch or he'd be on the second power play unit. Didn't kill any penalties, although that's why Mike Babcock said he wasn't in the lineup the first game in front of friends and family. But Derek Brassard, I just think it's a welcome addition. And great point here by Steve Lloyd from TSN 1200. Pillsy, let's go through. Let's play the guessing game. And again, we've got the Bird coming coming soon here, the roadcaster. We're going to get some sound effects as well once I get the cord should be on Thursdays show. Pillsy, how many games played in the NHL do you think Josh Norris has?
0: Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to go 97. 125. Okay, I was a little off there. Tim Stutzla <laughs> These shortened seasons are messing me up. Uh,
2: I'll go 115. Okay, you're getting closer. 132. Okay. Dylan Gambrell is at 173. I'm not even going to pressure you to that one. And then Mark Kaslick is at 16 and Shane Pinto is at 17. Not a math guy, but Steve is. He's added that up. That's a total of 463 NHL games for their top five centers. 463 games. Derek Broussard himself is at 951. So 49 games to an enormous milestone. My question to you is, does he get into at least 49 games this year and hit 1,000? I think it's going to be
0: very close. But the issue is, Ross, obviously we're, we're hoping that would happen. For that to happen in the Sens jersey would just be awesome, especially these Sens jerseys. But if that happens, I think that means there's a lot of injuries going on, unfortunately. Yeah. So while I'm cheering for that to happen, I'm also kind of not cheering for that to happen. So it's going to be an interesting stat to watch.
2: Ooh, I've got one for you. What's more likely to happen this year? Does oh, Derek Broussard hit 1,000 games or does Giroux hit 1,000 points?
0: I'll go Giroux 1,000 points
2: because then that's
0: that's a... Perfectly positive thing to cheer for. There's no negative uh, connotation to that. And Ross, I want to get into uh, the life cycle of Derek Brassard as an Ottawa Senator, though, because that's very interesting. Because he was brought in to Ottawa. Basically, the Sens were trying to say, "We're not rebuilding. We're trading young assets because we're in win now mode." So he was brought in. The Mika Zibanejad trade. We're not going to get into that. Everyone knows. Yeah, everyone knows. So we'll move on. (laughs) Um, And then the ship sank. And uh, the win-now mode got close, but not close enough. And he was the first piece traded to start the new rebuild, bringing in Philip Gustafson and a draft pick that eventually became JBD. And then now he's back when that cycle of the rebuild is officially over and the Senators are in win-now mode again. So just that, the Derek Brassard Ottawa Senators life cycle is fascinating and we're happy to have him back. If that, if Derek Brassard is back in Ottawa,
2: it is win now mode, guys. And we talked to the guys at La Brigade, the French yep. podcast. And now look at the Ottawa Senators. Derek Broussard, Claude Giroux, Mathieu Joseph, Thomas Chabot, and even Travis Haminick, yes. who speaks French fluently from a, a French neighborhood or, or town here in Manitoba. So, and Josh Norris is learning French. Thomas Chabot
0: <laughs> is teaching him. So he's going to be trilingual, Josh Norris. Wow.
2: Yes, no doubt. I almost feel like we're missing uh, another one there. But hey, that's a pretty solid contingent of of French speakers on the Ottawa Senators. And I think that's a, a great thing to have, especially Absolutely. when the the Habs are in 32nd place. So this is a way that you can pull, especially those younger fans who just want to see a winner on TV, hopefully, and again they haven't won anything yet. Can't win in the offseason, even though they beat the Habs four times in four different provinces in a yeah. week. <laughs> hey, the, the Canadian tour to start the season. But yeah. this is this is a great opportunity, I think, to help grow the fan base. But If you want more hot takes like the Closier 77 points away from a 1,000, check out Friday's Locked On Senators. We had all sorts of hot takes, whether it's team success or individual players. You can get that wherever you get your podcast, And there's a YouTube exclusive. Pilsy jumped on with the national show to give five things you need to know about the Senators heading into that season. You can check that out, again, on demand on YouTube. Let's touch on the 23-player roster, Pilsy, because I think the biggest surprise – is probably Mark Astlick just because he's on a two-way contract, no waivers yeah. needed. But there was no way that you're sending the right message to this team if you sent him down after the physicality, the defensive responsibility, and the face-off prowess he had throughout camp.
0: Yeah, I would agree. That's probably the biggest surprise, especially when you got news of Derek Brassard signing. Because now you're like, we essentially have Gambrell and Brassard, two fourth-line centers. And Cassidy, as as you mentioned, with the with the waivers and him being a guy that you could perfectly see playing in Belleville and that wouldn't be an issue at all. But he's earned it. I mean, this is a guy that works hard. DJ Smith has said it, strongest player in the entire franchise. The praise from players that play with him, Igor Sokolov. We talked a lot about Casti with him. This is a guy that like he he puts on his hard hat and brings his lunch pail to work every day, and he's not messing around and. Any guy that their first NHL career goal is followed up by a fight for a historic stat, he can play fourth line center in my books.
2: Yes, 100%. So we'll see how Merc Caslick's NHL career continues. Again, only 16 NHL games played, and he does have the flexibility to come up and down as he pleases throughout the season. If you're watching on YouTube, the 23 man roster is up. Josh Norris between Brady Kachuk, Drake Batherson. Tim Stutzlav between Alex Dabrinkit, Claude Giroux. Shane Pinto between Tyler Mott and Mathieu Joseph. Mark Kaslick between Parker Kelly and Austin Watson. Derek Broussard and Dylan Gambrell on the outside looking in. On defense, Tomas Shabbat with Artem Zub, who suffered a minor injury training before practice yesterday. The hope is he'll be ready to go for the opener on Thursday. Sanderson with Travis Hamanick. Eric Brandstrom with Nick Holden. And Nikita Zaitsev. Still on this team. In goal, Anton Forsberg and Magnus Helberg. I'm doing my best not to say Marcus Hogberg. Magnus Helberg. And hopefully the new gear's there because we need to see that on the ice in practice. And then Cam Talbot is on the injured reserve. So we weren't missing any francophones in uh, in this one now that I have the whole roster ahead of me. Let's quickly touch on the decor because we saw a bit of a battle. JBD, especially in the first week, had a good camp. Lassie, I think probably a bit underwhelming on the other side of that. But these seven guys—if you had told us in mid-July, this is probably—if <laughs> if they weren't being shipped out, this would be how the seven guys would start the NHL season. Yeah, no
0: surprises here for me, and I really think this is the best way to do it. Let let JBD and Lassie let them start in Belleville, let them play big minutes, let them play on the power play, shorthanded, let them really get acclimated and continue to develop, and then. If things aren't going well, then you make you pull the trigger on some big decisions. I don't think it would have been proper to have them start here and then get sent down to Belleville if, if they weren't happy with them. So this is the, the correct setup here. Hopefully, that Zub injury isn't too, too serious because Zaitsev in the opening lineup for the opener is not what anybody was hoping to see.
2: The Ottawa Senators, the second youngest team. In the National Hockey League with an average age just over 23. Isn't that insane to you? Isn't it 25? Sorry, 25. Just over 25. (laughs) I was going to say. 23-man roster, 25 years old, got stuck there. And Ironically, the only team younger than them is who they'll face on opening night, the Buffalo Sabres, who have the oldest player in the National Hockey League. Oh, yeah, true. (laughs) Craig Anderson. So that's, that's going to be, that's going to be fun to watch local talent on that team like Jack Quinn as well. So that's the the opener and obviously Buffalo probably a step or two behind Ottawa in the rebuild, but they are collecting a lot of young talent and we'll see that in the years to come. But this team is what's going on into the regular season and for everyone asking, did you talk to DJ Smith about Nikita Zaitsev? No guy, no guy the. The writing's on the wall for Nikita Zaitsev. I didn't really feel like putting him in an uncomfortable position. We'll see if he plays him, but it's been pretty obvious through camp that he's been the odd man out numerous yeah. occasions. It just felt like beating a dead horse. We didn't. We only had a limited amount of time, and we do want to get DJ Smith on again. Absolutely. He's an awesome guy. I mentioned in the interview we want to talk to him for longer, but he was right off the ice after practice, still wearing the track suit, so... We kept it a little tighter, but still some good insight. I love the answer on Connor Brown that we'll get to as well. Yeah, and Ross, this was interesting because, yeah, we were
0: waiting for practice to be done to talk to DJ. Then DJ went to the media. Then he came to us, and we're pretty sure he had more media afterwards as well. So he was going through the media car wash. It was fine. But although it's a shorter interview, it doesn't seem that short. And we joked after, Ross, like he didn't give, like, quick answers to just, like, shoo us off or anything. They were efficiently worded. He gave yep. us good info. Like that's a good coach. Like he's a guy that he's a communicator. You, yeah. He's a good communicator. If you ask him something, he's not going to mess around and rant and beat around the bush. He's going to tell you how it is quickly and then get out of there. So you know what you need. So amazing interview with DJ Smith, like Ross, this is just such a, a great day to be an Ottawa centers podcaster for us. Like this is such an episode, you're going to get more good news for our brand at the end of the episode here. So, DJ Smith, we got Pierre Dorian. We got DJ Smith. This is an absolute blast. What a way to kick off this season. Woo.
2: And we got to thank the Ottawa Senators for being open with Big us time. and more to come, for sure. So we appreciate the Chris Moore, the Sens PR department. We we do truly appreciate, as we appreciate, all of our great sponsors, Pilsy, like Built Bar.
0: Built Bar keeps us going. It's important for the preseason to get your protein up for the regular season. And there's no better, no tastier way to do that. Then with Bilt Bar, it's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. If you haven't tried Bilt Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And note that is not a hyperbole, Ross. These are bars that are covered with 100% chocolate and marshmallows. So you're thinking, ah, that's not healthy. That's a candy bar. Wrong. Have you ever heard of protein-infused marshmallows? Well, now you have. It's the Bilt Bar way. They focus on making their bars taste good, then figure out how to make them healthy. One of our favorite flavors is cookie dough chunk only 160 calories and they have 15 grams of protein in them so Run to Built.com, snag a box for you and the family, or you can just order it yourself and hide it away so the rest of your family doesn't eat all of those delicious treats on you. You got to check it out. Go to Built.com, use promo code locked on 15 to get 15% off your order. One more time, guys, go to Built.com, use promo code on 15 for 15% off your order. It's Built Bar, the protein bar that tastes
2: like a candy bar. Delicious way to start the day, and when I end my day with a delicious meal, it's often Shawarma Palace, one of their nine locations in Ottawa. You can go check them out today at any one of them. They're all delicious, and they make great food in a family-style environment. I was just back home. You'll see in the interview, I recorded the interview from uh, from Alta Vista, and that's right by Bank Street. We know Bank and Hunt Club is one of the nine locations for Shawarma Palace, and my go-to chicken shawarma platter, extra garlic sauce, extra turnips, and then I add on a side of garlic sauce and a side of the pitas because those stay good for a few days. I bring them home. I have them the next day. You ever cook fried egg, throw it on the pita, wrap it up with, with the garlic sauce? Like, The opportunities are endless when it comes to Shawarma Palace. The garlic potatoes, we're going to be having those next Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. Basically, every day I'm in Ottawa, I eat Shawarma Palace because it's fresh ingredients. It's delicious. And it's just an amazing atmosphere when you walk in. My home store, I'll say, is the one on Rideau Street. Rideau and Augusta, right around there. It just reminds me of home. It reminds me of growing up around there. But if you're new to Ottawa or wherever, it's the Shawarma Capital for a reason. But on top of that. Why just go to the Shawarma Capital. If you're not going to have the best of what it offers. And the best is at Shawarma Palace. I'm not just saying it. I live it every day that I'm home. And I, My buddy Max picked me up. From uh, from my place. And he's got a Shawarma Palace bag on his passenger seat. I was like this guy gets it. So you can get it too. At any of Shawarma Palace's nine Ottawa locations. I'm so jealous of the people at Carleton University. They literally have it in their food court at university. Could you imagine the great times if that had been at CSM, Pilsy? My goodness. So go to Shawarma Palace today and get a part of what is tradition in the nation's capital. Shawarma Palace and let them know that Locked On sends, sent you.
1: Have you ever seen an NHL player get off a team bus and think to yourself, gosh, I wish I could dress that nice. Well, with Indochino, You can. Indochino makes fully customized suits that don't require a trip to the tailor to get that perfect fit. Recently, I was shopping for a new dress shirt for my upcoming wedding, and when I decided to go with the Hyde herringbone shirt, I was blown away at all the customization options I had. I could change the type of collar, cuffs, and even decide whether or not I wanted a chest pocket, all while being incredibly affordable, especially given the quality of the product I was getting. New colors, fabrics, and outerwear styles are added regularly, too, so it's easy to create your next look. Level up your game with Indochino. Go to Indochino.com and use code NHL to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's 10% off at Indochino.com with code NHL.
2: All right, Pilsy, let's get to our interview with Ottawa Senators head coach, it's DJ Smith. All right, we now welcome on a very, very special guest. This Windsor, Ontario native was a second round pick of the New York Islanders before embarking on an eight-year pro career with stops in Newfoundland, Toronto, Hershey, and Colorado. When the NHL lockout came in 04, he traded in his skates for a suit and never looked back. Over the past 19 seasons, he's collected three Memorial Cup titles, an OHL Coach of the Year Award, a spot on Mike Babcock's bench in Toronto, and now he's going into season four as head coach of your Ottawa Senators. DJ Smith, welcome to Locked On Sens. How are you doing today? Great. How are you guys doing? Doing fantastic. We appreciate you joining us. We've got a lot we want to get into, but we always start these interviews the same way. How do you remember falling in love with hockey as a kid?
3: You know what? Um, my, uh, my dad was a big basketball, baseball guy. Um, and, uh, we were driving by the arena and it was just essentially, uh, you know, come throw your kid in, try out or, or sign up story for, uh, you know, five-year-old, uh, hockey or whatever that was. And, uh, I, you know, after watching on TV, I was a little excited and then, you know, the road hockey went with it. And, and all of a sudden I started skating. I fell in love with the sport that no one in my family played. And here I am, you know, 40 years later, still doing it.
0: That's awesome. So when did you really start to have the idea that coaching hockey could be a career path for you? Is that something you thought of while you were still playing or a little bit after?
3: For sure. Um, I I had some coaches early on that, that uh, didn't communicate um, very negative, Um, you know, and that's just the way it was. No, no slight on them. It's just, that's who they had learned from. And I just, I just thought that I could bridge the gap in my mind that I could I would always think like a player. Um, and and junior was the perfect spot for that. Um, I was a young guy. You know, I got hurt and and I was freshly into it and I was still thinking like a player. And and, you know, while, while I was playing down the stretch, I was like, yeah, you know, I might have five, six years left, whatever it is, but I'm definitely going to coach when this is done. And I just happened to fall into it. Uh, the injury actually ends up being a blessing in disguise. And I, I was able to Join the OHL right away and here I am 20 years later.
2: That's awesome I know you spent a lot of time in Windsor right off the bat when, when you started your coaching career and then became an associate coach uh, before your head coaching career started in Oshawa. Were there any influences whether you were still playing in your AHL NHL career or a guy who was a head coach when you were an associate in Windsor that really
3: helped you out uh, and gave you kind of an influence going forward? Well I'll tell you and I've said this publicly Paul Gillis was my coach coaching junior I was his captain and and he was really good. He was a real good communicator. Um, and Dave Perpich was the assistant who was a teacher at Riverside High School and, and uh, Perp took over. And that's how I got into coaching. They had fired the coach and uh, Dave was taken over and he was a real good communicator. And that's how I got on the bench. So uh, I think probably those two guys, just their ability to talk to you as a person and not about hockey was something that intrigued me.
0: Now, this was a massive, massive offseason for the Ottawa Senators as a franchise. How much of your input goes into some of the decisions that Pierre Dorian made this summer?
3: Well, clearly, we all talk. We talk about everything. We talk about lineups. We talk about, you know, everyone runs everything by everyone. You know, we're, we're a group here, a team. Um, and at the Brinkettes, obviously, um, you know, uh, Pierre's final call. I mean, he's the general manager. Um, but when his name came up, clearly, I mean, any coach on earth, We'll be begging their general manager to pull the trigger on that one. (laughs) Um, And and certainly I was um, with Drew as well. Uh, We had an opportunity to bring a guy in with leadership, a guy that want, you know, wanted to come home and help help this team, not just be here, but he wanted to help take us to the next level. And and these are all things that, you know, Pierre's really good with me in the way that, um, you know, he wants me to be comfortable, obviously, too. And and we discuss a lot of things. Um, but ultimately, you know Pierre, that's his job, and my job is to coach the team,
2: so we talk a lot about the additions, and they're exciting, but one that gets overshadows is subtraction is what I'm assuming is one of your favorite players in connor Brown and I was wondering if is that a hard phone call to make with him, a guy who's been a warrior the last few years under you here yeah, for
3: sure it is and and it's business, and you know there's budgets, and there's you know, there's caps and internal caps and and things you know sometimes there's things that happen that that, you know, are, are out of your control. And Connor had never played an NHL game that I wasn't on the bench for. I was the assistant for all the years in Toronto. And then I was the head coach here. And, and obviously we had a really good relationship and it was a hard phone call, but at the same point, uh, you know, he thanked me and, he, and, and I was proud that, you know, that he could tell me that I helped him and that, you know, coming to Ottawa really gave, let him be the player that he thinks he can be. And, you know, and he'll go on the rest of his career and who knows what we'll cross paths again. Uh, But in hockey, always run into each other. And and if, you know, that's what makes coaching worth it, is that you're able to help a guy further his career, even just a little bit. That's what makes it all all worthwhile.
2: That's awesome. Well, Washington's here, second home game of the year. He's going to get quite the ovation, and it's uh, well-deserved. Now, looking at training camp, I'm sure all the guys are excited to turn the page. I know you're going to Tremblant ahead of the regular season, but who's one guy who didn't make the team, but really put himself on the map for you as a potential call-up down the road?
3: Well, I I think, I mean, the regular names are easy ones. I think the guys that um, were not drafted here, the Luchinis and the Chartiers and these guys that easily could come up and play games for us um, and could fill in and get the job done. You know, and and going into camp, I would not have known them. Uh, I had Chartier at Ivan Halinka, but I hadn't seen them in years. And, um, you know, these guys are able to for sure come up and help us.
0: Yeah. I was a big Jake Lucchini fan. He had a massive impact in Belleville last Sick year in the shootout. Oh yeah. Clutch, clutch. Now speaking of guys in Belleville, how do you uh, approach guys that are coming up from Belleville, like young players, especially how do you help them adjust to NHL life? Even if it's for a couple games, what kind of things are you doing with those guys?
3: Just being normal. Talk about life, get them to calm down. Cause at the end of the day, they're so revved up, yeah. you know, whatever you tell them, um, is you know kind of it's a blur almost. I remember being called up. Everything's a blur. And can I make them feel comfortable and make them laugh and joke and just let them know that I'm a normal person and and you know it's not hockey related when I'm talking to them. Just calm down and and there's a reason they're getting called up. They're they're ready. Um but if they are overthinking it and they're squeezing it, they're not gonna be very good. So for me, I careful as to what I say because they're, they're hanging on every word. Just try and be, an, you know, just a normal guy and 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 let them know that nothing's different up here. It's just a little faster.
2: No doubt, and a couple more people watching too. But no, that's all. That's yeah. all in, in the in the contract, right, DJ? We appreciate you jumping on with us. Final question for me today, and hopefully we can do this again. I feel like we talked talk with you for hours, but you've coached exclusively in big hockey markets when it comes to a lot of time spent with the media, whether it's in the OHL or with Toronto, with Ottawa. We know your wife, Christy, is a successful journalist. Has she given you any advice on how to deal with dummies like us every day?
3: <laughs> you know what? It, it, we've got two young boys, um, and she would love to be back in the media. She loved it. She was really climbing up the ladder at CP24. She was at the real hype back in uh, the height of it in in CTV Windsor. Um, But, you know, she does remind me sometimes, you know, when some people write slandering, um, not almost slandering, but carving uh, comments that people are just doing their job and, and I got to do my job and they do their job. So I try as much as possible, not to read stuff and and stay off the internet as much as possible, but it's pretty hard with today's world. It's everywhere, but she is constantly backing the, the, uh, the reporters.
0: Now, final question for me, DJ. Thanks so much for joining us. It's been awesome. Uh, Ross and I are both goalies. We're a goalie-friendly show. Now, we know uh, a lot of the time you lean on Zach Burke a lot for your goaltending decisions, but what kind of relationship do you have with the goalies? Like, how often are you checking in on them? How does that work?
3: I'll be honest. My first year in Oshawa, you know, the goalies weren't playing great at the start, and, you know, I met with them, and then it it just never got better. And then I, I just... Realize, you know what? I don't know enough about goaltending. Let the goalie coach do his job. Okay. Say hi, say bye, talk to their family, and that's about it for me. Berkey deals with the goalies. I, you know, I, I, I'm not bringing them in to talk to them. I'm, you know, on a on a structure, you know, setting. Berkey runs the goalies. I, I think so many people think they know goaltending and want to talk about it, and they just don't. So why am I going to sit in there and pretend to be something I'm not? You know, I want them to stop the puck, and I don't care how they do it. If they get her done, that's all that matters to me.
2: That's all. Hey, score more goals than the opponent. You need a good goalie for that, though. DJ, the sixth longest tenured head coach in the National (sighs) Hockey League. I'm sure that is a surprising stat. (laughs) You've coached one full season between the COVID pause and then the shortened season. Does it feel like you're
3: starting to get in a rhythm, though, now that you've had a full training camp under you? Yeah, for sure. And, and, I mean, there's no secret that we've got to be better, and that's my job. And I don't blame the the fan base for asking more. You know what? They're passionate fans. They've had enough uh, of us being pushed around. And it's up to me to get the job done. And and, uh, and I'm well aware of that. And that that's that's my job. And, and for three years, I did all I could to develop these kids. Now it's time to, to take the next step. And I'm ready for the challenge.
2: Hey, we're ready to watch it, DJ. We appreciate your time, man. Best of luck at the start of the season. And hopefully we can do this again down the road.
3: All right. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, this one is a real game-changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC.
2: Stick tops to Sens head coach DJ Smith for joining us. And again, another thank you to the Sens PR team for making that possible. It was great to get the insight on Connor Brown especially. What did you think of that? Because D.J. went straight to the internal budget.
0: Yeah, and I mean, the Connor Brown's interesting too because that's a guy D.J. Smith had before in Toronto as well. So he had big-time ties to him. So letting him go, that's that must have been tough for D.J.
2: Every NHL game Connor Brown has ever played, DJ Smith's been on the bench. That was mind-blowing. I mean, easy to to realize if you do the math on it, but that to me was pretty eye-opening. So DJ, you know, he understands. I think he's a great communicator. You said it before going in. So hopefully we'll get a chance to chat with him when he's, you know, sitting in a a lazy boy, maybe with a beer in his hand. I feel like he's just an awesome guy. You can see why the team loves playing for him and, This is a big year for him, Pilsy, and it's also a big year for the Locked On Senators podcast. Would you like to make our big announcement?
0: I would love to, Ross. This is something we've been working on for quite a while. It's come a long way, and the Scent Central Locked On Senators podcast merch store is officially live and ready to go today. We've already had several people making orders, getting hoodies, t-shirts, shirts there's a bunch of de- designs and styles that are already here, but there's going to be more if you can believe it. Ross, if you would have told us years ago in the basement of the College of Sports Media that we would have a merch store for our little podcast, I would not have believed you. But here we are. And first thing, we got to give credit to Graham Scott, our boy at Sensual-, Sensual Healing. He is the one that designed this awesome logo that you're seeing. So if you guys like it and want to support the show... Head to the website today and order. As I mean, it's it's fashion time, Ross. This is fall fashion. No better place to get a new wardrobe than Sense Central Podcast merch store.
2: Should we check out the crew necks and hoodies or the t-shirts and long sleeves?
0: Let's go uh, t-shirts. T-shirts and long sleeves.
2: All right. So we've Look got a that. number of, of different styles and more to come as well. So if you, if you have any ideas for us, we're all ears as yep. well. So we've got the logo here. We, we gave a couple sneak peeks, but we've got the Send Central podcast, and everything's branded under Send Central. And then what can we do here? I'm a big hoodies guy, as you can see. Oh, yeah. I already have this one in my cart. The full front Send's head hoodie is what's for me and the crew neck as well. If you want to rock it, that's amazing. We appreciate you so much. For uh, for yeah. getting on board here with what we're doing, and shout out to Gator Promotions. You big might top. see them if you were checking out the Sens informal skates. You would have seen them as well uh, going into uh, to hockey season because they've got their big banner inside the Sensplex. But yes, if you're looking to get any merchandise, you can do that through our Linktree account. So that's available to you through our Twitter uh, under the uh, under the bio. There's a little link there, and you can do that as well. On Instagram, so a step in the right direction, Pillsy, for the brand. Yeah, this is incredible, and yeah, big, big time partnership with Gadar. Like
0: these guys are going to hook it up. If you have any questions or issues with shipping or the website, you can go to them. They've got customer service people ready to chat with you. And we're so fired up. We're going to do some fun promos. We've already got a few ideas kicking, kicking around for promos we're going to do, and. Any designs you guys like, as Ross mentioned, give us a shout. If you guys are interested in, in hats, mugs, all those kinds of stuff, let us know the interest level and we'll workshop it. But it's an exciting time for the Locked On Center's podcast. Like, I mean, the head coach, a merch store. I've been smiling all morning, Ross. What a
2: day. <laughs> and hockey is back. The Sens are back. The Sens are actually in Tremblant right now, yes. getting a little team building. I would imagine they're a little hungover this morning, but... Uh, I'm assuming Alex DeBrinkett didn't wake up at 6 a.m. and write a couple thousand word essay on his time in Chicago. But I want to end off today's show discussing the last paragraph of that. It's getting a ton of buzz on social media. But before that, I do want to give a shout out to Phil Lallier, the first ever yep. purchaser of the Send Central story. He's going to be a citizen coming soon. Pilsy, read this last quote from... Uh, from Alex to Brinkett. Just the second paragraph there.
0: The whole paragraph? That's where we're going with? All right. <clears throat> Here we go. Should I do Alex Brinkett's voice or? Talk like a cat. <laughs> nice. I know, I know that language for sure. You know, when I heard where I was going, I honestly felt like there weren't many places that were a better fit for me. Love that. I look at the roster, the young talent, the skill, and the speed they play with. That's where I feel like I thrive. And since I've been here, I've felt the vibe of the city and the team. I know Sens fans have had a bit of a chip on their shoulder. A bit of a chip? <laughs> I know they've been overlooked over a lot of other Canadian teams, especially that other team in our <laughs> province. I think even this year, people aren't respecting the talent we have. Preach! I've played with that same chip my whole life. I get it. And I love proving people wrong. Ooh, let's go, Alex to bring it.
2: My favorite part is our province. Yeah. Do you think this totally. could be connected? And of course, there's lots of nice things said about the Chicago Blackhawks, his former team, yada, yada, yada. He says, I could have helped in the long-term future of the team. Uh, you think? <laughs> so, yeah, shout out the Ottawa bit. Senators for prying him out. But we saw Kevin Weeks keep an eye on it. Keep an eye on Alex to it. Do you think this could be a precursor to a contract extension?
0: I mean, it's definitely a good sign. Uh, I'm not sure. It depends what kind of, like, typically guys that are going for big contracts don't negotiate during the season. So I'd be surprised if it happens during the season. But maybe on a bye week, maybe near the deadline, something like that, a deal gets done. But the the earlier, the better. And it's going to be fascinating to see what type of, how how long this contract is and what the AAV is. But I'll definitely say it. I'm feeling very positive that Alex Debrinkit, it's more likely that he stays here rather than goes.
2: Only two more sleeps until Alex Debrinkit and the Ottawa Senators play regular season hockey in Buffalo. That will be followed up by Saturday in Toronto. And then one week from today, home opener. The home opener against the Boston Bruins. Woo! And we will have boots on the ground with a thousand of you send central citizens among 18,000 of our best friends at the CTC. If you're heading to the game, come early, come to Stanley's at Sensplex, yep. no ticket necessary. I've had some people asking, do we have to have tickets for that? No, everybody's welcome. $5 pints. Bad day to be a Molson, great yep. day to be an Ottawa Senators fan.
0: Yeah, that like it's it's coming up close here, Ross. I can it feels like we've been planning this for months and we have, but all the pieces are together. All everything's all set up. All we got to do is show up and have a great time, and that's what I plan on doing.
2: Well, tomorrow we're going to continue our season preview portion of the show with the voice of the Ottawa Senators, Dean Brown, going into his 30th year calling games on wow. TSN 1200, the Team 1200. Way back, Dean Brown, the voice of the Ottawa Senators. Oh, doctor, give me the needle. He'll be joining us tomorrow from mont which is going to be fantastic because we know the Sens are doing some team building up there. Pilsy, it can't come soon enough. DJ Smith said he knows what his roster is going to be in opening night, but he's not telling us yet. So we're going to record tomorrow right after Sens practice and see what the lineup will look like against Buffalo. Any final thoughts before we go?
0: I got to hit the people with a go Sens go. I mean, go Sens go and go check out our merch store.
2: All right for Brandon Pillar, I'm Ross Levitt and this has been the Locked On Senators podcast, your team every day.
1: Hey prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.